3: over here with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list
0: they're definitely playing your song when you're with amex it's not if it's going to happen but when american express don't live life without it on august 25th i'm the most brutal vicious ruthless champion that ever been the
3: most anticipated original series is here you may know Tyson.
1: You're the heavyweight champion of the world. Young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut
2: you down. Starring Travante Rhodes. I'm, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun.
3: Mike. Series premiere August 25th. Only on Hulu.
1: This is another edition of Who Are You. This time we are going international. We have managed to secure a, a Millwall fan living down under, so we are doing uh, this interview pretty much in the future. Uh, it's about half seven uh, UK time. And that's well, where are we? It's seven, seven fifty AM uh, UK time, and uh, I think it's nearly five o'clock PM. Uh, in Australia, so we are in the future, uh, it does make that's you feel right. a, bit, yeah. a bit, ooh, but yeah, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest, uh, Michael, uh, good, well, it's good evening to you and good morning to me, so uh, so good evening, Michael, going? yeah, not too bad, yourself, yep,
0: yeah, not bad, mate, can't complain, a bit so, tired from earlier, as I said, but anyway, <laughs>
1: that's it, bit of gardening uh, in 100 degrees heat, hey? Eh? Doesn't... That's uh, yeah,
0: near near enough. But anyway,
1: <laughs> it wakes you up then yeah. differently. Yeah. So, um, so who are you? And obviously, whereabouts in Australia do you live? Um, my name is uh, Mickey, and
0: I'm on Twitter as Millwall Mickey. I've lived in Sydney the last twelve years. I'm a printer, and I've been in the print my whole life and i used to live in south london started in peckham ended in Elton. i'm about 35 kilometers outside the city uh, which is about distance wise london bruce to dartford
1: excellent talk about dartford that's where i live so there we go There's, it's yeah. topical as well i used to be a Burns yeah. boy and then uh, unfortunately yes. get priced out yeah so uh, so yeah yeah so Let's crack on with the questions. Question uh, number two is uh, fairly yeah. straightforward and, and eases you in nicely. How the hell did you become a Millwall supporter? It's my dad, it's thanks for my dad. My dad used to
0: be, um, when he was very young, uh, in the 60s, he used to be a very big fan of Jimmy Greaves. Um, so Jimmy Jimmy Greaves, those who don't know him as a football player, um Not the way he ended, which was uh, very sad, but um, when he was a football player, um, he was probably the best of his time, along the lines of Ronaldo now and all of that kind of business. But my dad was um, one of his biggest fans, and he used to, when he could afford it, go to Tottenham games. But um, then when my sister and me come along, he uh, started going to Millwall games, become a Millwall fan, as you do. Um, and when I got old enough, um, I wanted to go with my dad. But my dad, being my dad, he was more, he was out of time. He wanted a drink. And um, he would dump me with my uh, Uncle Peter. And my Uncle Peter would take me to Millwall. Um, and that's where I what started going
1: when I was uh, six years old, my first game. So, yeah. Well, that gets us that gets us into the the next question quite nicely with a nice uh, link yeah. there. So, uh, what was your first Mill Millwall game, and obviously, what was your memories or impressions from the first game?
0: So, I've done all my fact checks on these things, so uh, it sounds a bit better. Um, not like the I'm an Orion person that I normally am, but um, <laughs> at first, all I could remember was that it was late in Orion at home. But around this, the the time, it was at the old Den, obviously, yeah. Um. So, September the 9th, 1984. Um, uh, and that was in the vision free South, uh, which we, at the time we wasn't doing too good at. Um, and all, all I remember was, I was amazed about how big it was, how many people there were. It was probably about 3000 at the time. But, um, when you're little, you think that that 3000 people's like 25,000 people.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, as your man, the other day said, uh, he, he sparked the memory of uh, pissing up the wall um, in one of the stands. I, I remember doing that, <laughs> as the, as everyone else did when they were kids, um, and um, the crowd noise and getting the uh, monkey nuts. Excuse the pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a fresh, lot of people. Fresh hot. Yeah, fresh hot monkey nuts. Um, they, they were the. Uh, um, Weapon of choice for snacks for kids back then. So
1: uh, yeah. Do you still um, remember the smell now?
0: All day long. I am. Um, yeah. I, I'd kill for a bag of them right now. Paper bag, fresh out of a guy on the stand. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, that, that no. was my first memories.
1: Excellent. So so moving on to question number three. Where did you sit? At CBL halfway seat, Cilderton Road.
0: Um, I sat in the cold blow, um, uh, sorry, stood in in the cold blow a couple of times when I was a kid, but then I moved into the, uh, family enclosure because my uncle at the time was, um, very big with, uh, or very close with the club secretary, although I wouldn't be able to tell you his name at the time, but because I got so mad into it at the time, um, I, I'd be able to go up to where the players and managers went in, yep. um, by, by the ticket office of the old place, and I'd be able to get autographs to the nice players who would like be able to stop. Um, they all wouldn't, but um, people like Ron Atkinson, when he was arguably at his best, I would uh, up to him and photograph. So, yeah. I've got you. I've got you.
1: So, um, yeah, obviously, you've been to the New Den. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and obviously, being out there 12 years, you've, you've been there a while. But whereabouts do you yeah. sit at the New Den?
0: Good place I used to sit, um, South Stand, Coldplay Lane. Um, I used to sit behind the goal in the lower tier. I sat a couple of times in the East Lower. Didn't like it. Hated it. Um, but behind the goal, I didn't care what people said. There's a lot of names for what people who uh, sit behind the goal um, are. But, um, yeah, I uh, I used to love it every time. And I always used to try and get in the uh, newspaper of the South London press when the goals went in. I always used to try and make a tit of
1: myself.
0: <laughs> um, like making silly
1: silly noises sort or of faces and stuff like that. And put the goalkeepers off. Yeah. i the opposition goalkeepers, yeah, but, yeah. A lot of people call that stand now the Jeremy Kyle stand. Um,
0: yeah, I know. I, I've heard, I've heard, um, I've heard other um, <laughs> names for the, for the actual people who sit in it. Yeah. But, well, um, I might get you into trouble and I'll get me into trouble because <laughs> my Australian wife is, uh,
1: just staying the whole way. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. So, um, Moving on to question six, who's your favourite all-time player? Ah, now, now
0: this is going to cause uh, this is where I get controversial. Um, so I, I like flare players, um, big, big, big into flare players. Back when I first started going, when I first started remembering and appreciating, um, your Jimmy, your Jimmy Carter type player was um, like big, big uh like I was big fan of his um favourite non-Millwall player was like yeah I Um loved Cantona Loved the way he just didn't give a shit about what anyone said. You mean the way um, he kicks
1: Crystal Palace fans?
0: Yeah, that as well that helped <laughs> but um that just basically it, it amazed me every time. And his, his famous celebration where he just stood there in front of the Sheffield United fans with his arms up, like that was really good for me. Um, but my first major, major favourite player was Sheridan. Yeah. But when he joined, when he joined my Am, uh, again, I don't care what people say, that broke me um, in half. Didn't like, didn't like his, didn't like his attitude. Didn't like the way he is. I know he acknowledges the club now. And what he done at the club, and what the club done for him,
1: but again, I, it, it's just, dis- I think the respectful. No, I think the reason behind the story, allegedly behind the reason why he didn't re-sign for us, was that the academy dropped his son. Um, okay. The Academy dropped his son, and he had the raven ump, and right. because of that, again, it's it's a rumor. Uh, how true rumors are. We obviously, you know, we don't know. What yeah, time. someone can make them up. But yeah, I was speaking to someone who, who, who you know, knows their history fairly well and whatnot. And uh, I was joking around when we were talking about him when I was a Judas, and uh, and they went, no, no, he's, uh It was pretty much because um, he he put his son into Millwall and Millwall dropped him, and then I think West Ham gave him a place or someone gave him a place, and he just thought, well, you know, but they
0: he said he was always a lifetime West Ham fan as well.
1: That, that Mate, was the killer one for me. I think, I think the, Teddy Sheridan... The fact he said he was a West Ham fan. I think Teddy Sheridan um, tells people he's, a, he's whatever club he goes to, and he is one of those sort of players. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I've always been... Yeah. I've, been a, I've been a youth, you know, a long-time offender supporting this club, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, yeah. So, um, Money-grabbing...
0: Money-grabbing rude C-word. But the... the the, um, the nearest, and, and again, anyone who don't like me for that, that's fair enough. You're entitled to your opinion like I am. But towards the end, this is where I'm going to get controversial. Oh, I don't know if anyone else is going to see this one, but... I... Oh, okay, yeah. Long story short, Kinné. Chris, um, yeah, when, when he come along, um, I just loved everything he done. He... Um, Unlike like i liked I like, heard, I like originally, but then he sort of drifted off for one reason or another. He come along and he got stuck away. It'll always stick in my mind. And I was behind the, um, I was in the cold blow line at the time. We was playing Coventry in the cup. Um, well, as far as I remember, I don't know if we won, but we might have lost or dropped. But anyway, um, he scored a free kick. And I swear, as I sit right now till the day I die, that's sw- that free kick, Donna Roberto Carlos, and swerved like mid air, and went past Mag- Magnus Hedman. And again, Magnus Hedman was arguably at the time the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, and I'll always love that bloke for that. And I don't care what anyone thinks.
1: I think. I think. The, uh, no. Look. I think the way we do this is uh, it's. Um... It, it, it's individuals we're finding out about individuals what what you love what you, yeah what you hate and everything else and i think it creates a good discussion that when people listen to it they're like you know that it, it, it it's there to trigger memories of other people um if people want to get into yeah. a debate with it then great you know it, it's all great that the show creates that but i think it's more to do with uh we just need to um you know, it's just finding out what drives you. I mean we've all got players we like. I mean, you know, when I first started game we all, I I really liked um Shaw. Um, you know, I I, I yeah. think it was more the song what, you know, Baldy Shaw and, and whatnot than it yeah. was just one of those. But you know, um going forward, yeah, there's some of some of the ex players, Jimmy, I mean Jimmy is you know, was a great player on the pitch. He played really well, but he's a really nice person and I, you know, through the roles at Wall and whatnot, he was a, um, a true gentleman. Uh, absolutely yes. uh, lovely to speak to, great with fans. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, you know, nothing was ever too much for him. Um, and and that's what I think it is. It doesn't matter yeah. who your favourite player is. I think we've all got reasons why we like certain players. So yeah, um, just let me just say before we move on to the next question, um, hopefully this show will sound perfectly great once we go through Reddit, but it is, um, because obviously we are going international. There is a bit of a, um, a lag or a bit of a, a lockout sometimes with, uh, with Sorry, the internet mate. connections. No, it's probably mine. My boys come down to start going on YouTube as well. So yeah, it's, um, it, there oh. is a little bit of a, um, uh, a bit, but it should be fine. I don't think it'll be an issue. Um, what's your, um, what's your favorite manager, all time manager? So start start again um, nice Mitt, McCarthy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mitt, Mitt McCarthy. yeah Mitt McCarthy. oh here um, we switch to switch <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mitt and McCarthy, when when as far as I remember when we was um, uh, when he before he come along um, we was a bit like stale um, doing nothing and uh, he come along and brought a good ethos into the club where he was like attacking um, and like where players got stuck in um, yeah. and that went down really well at the time. And that's when we had a good crack at getting like, I've, as far as I remember, getting close to a premiership. I could be wrong, but um, that was that. And Dennis Wise, Dennis Wise for the obvious reason. Yeah. And, um Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins might have been the more manager type than Dennis Wise, but um, let's say the team of Dennis Wise and um, Ray Wilkins. And also, better um, bit of a mention for Rhino. Rhino was for the uh, obvious reasons, because he's Rhino, and I loved everything he'd done, but he just didn't deserve the treatment he got, um, I don't think. Um, and, yeah. That's about that.
1: So, I, f- I fully agree with you. Yeah. Um, you know, Rhino, I think, was quite harshly treated by the club. Um, yeah. He, you know, he is a legend. He is a, a fantastic uh, servant to the club and I think there's been a few times over uh, over the years where he's been dealt quite harshly uh, with various things with the club. Um, yes. But yeah, okay. so come on in. question eight is normally a good one for people. Yeah. Um, Who's your worst Millwall player you've ever seen?
0: Okay. I don't know whether it was you or somebody else, but somebody said, come up with somebody else other than Bob Peters. So, <laughs> I'm I'm going to uh, come up with somebody else other than Bob Peters. And there's a few. So, um, Bobby Barry didn't like him at all. Right. Um, Wickham's star man at the moment, uh, uh, Eddie Bayo, Akin Fenway, didn't like him. Um, didn't really... Even though he does what he does in League One, um, didn't really feel that he pulled his weight for us, pardon the pun, because he's a bit of a big unit. Um, yeah, I wouldn't like to tell him to his last, face. No. And <laughs> then the last two, um, Tuttle and Ricky Newman. So I had a little uh, look back at the records and Tuttle and Ricky Newman, not my biggest fans, no.
1: So, quite a choice. Normally, yeah. the, it's... Um, who did, we, who did we do yeah, the uh, oh, Who was the fat striker what um, Holloway brought in? Um, uh, double Barry, I, I can't think of his name off top of my head, but yeah. Somebody mentioned him. So. Yeah, quite a few mentioned him. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's, there's a few. So um, we've done the worst Millwall player. Who's your worst yeah. ever player you've seen at a den? So this could be arguably worst
0: or best, but everyone knows why. The Mother's Day massacre. And the man in a match, Christian Daly. <laughs> You're not the first to say that. Christian Daly. It's just, I know, but there is nobody else. Christian Daly, uh, when he played for, I think it was Sunderland, and when he played for everyone's favourite team, West Ham, um, yeah, he was just always crap, to put it politely. <laughs> Worst, worst player to ever wear a football shirt in my life. I think probably
1: <laughs> that's quite a statement. But yeah, you're not the first. Yeah. To, you're not the first. Um,
0: how I we think... got, so how we got so many, has so much game time for West Ham. i never know.
1: But yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so um, question ten: um, Who is your worst? Ever worst ever? No, that's not that's not it. That was that was throwing me then. That would take me to read the last question. Um your most memorable match in, involving Millwall. Okay. Well there's two. Um
0: first one, um, Paul Dick Man City versus us, um yeah. away. Um February at Main Road, February 6, ninety nine. Um we got absolutely mulled, uh three nil. But um, everyone who got, everyone who went, would will, will know what I'm a Stockport train station going up there was the funniest thing you'll ever see in your life. Um, I'm not going to go too too much into details because uh, again, we, we might both get into trouble. But basically. <laughs> um, let's just say a certain individual of a certain occupation was on their own and they got scared very much. <laughs> no, n- nobody was doing anything at the time. No individuals were doing anything at the time, but there was one individual of a certain occupation at Stockport station and they ne- they didn't plan that the whole, um, how can I say, uh, contingent of Millwall were going to get off at Stockport station. But... Um, Let's just say when we got off at Stockport Station, they realised that they were uh, in for a um, busy day. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it was great. And then the other one, um, obviously, on that point, also, we were talking about Manchester Constabulary. I think. um uh,
0: yes, yes, but um, I, obviously, nothing was ha- nothing happened. All, all we of us just, uh, honest. We were yeah, just lovely all fans. Of us yeah. yeah, all yeah. of us honest to honest to God at uh, Mill fans for yeah. just going out there for some alcoholic beverages. Yes,
1: and a, and a good game of
0: yes. football, and a good game of honest to God football. That's yes, it. yes, that's the one. And the second one was um, Mill Sheffield wins that home, um, for all twenty uh, sixth of January nineteen ninety one. Um, we should have won the game. Uh, by what I can remember, it was a cup game. But it was two for Schoenham and two for Cascarino. And we totally, absolutely mullered him. uh, And the fact that we didn't win was just a travesty. Um, And again, I think it was Michael Calvin or some of those lines who actually said that um, he was told about that game when he was initially doing the research um, uh, for the first round of family. So, um, yeah, that, that was that was one that stayed in the memory banks. And that's where I got Ron Atkinson's um,
1: autograph. Okay, so, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So, so, what's your favourite ever Millwall moment? Mike
0: Calvin might be the one who reminded me of this the other day, and your man, uh, Millwall TT. Yeah. Um, uh, The Oldham title game, yeah. totally forgot about that but um, that was just brilliant on every level uh, of every
1: uh, um, scale. Um, oh, you're about with Merv, on, Merv Payne who talked about the Oldham game where...
0: Could be, yeah, yeah where yeah, we yeah. beat 5-0 at home yeah. uh, and we, yeah, we lifted the Division 2 title at home at then Yeah. Um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, uh, I was nearly going to go on the pitch the only time in my life and I didn't. I'm very proud to say that. (laughs) Um, And the Old Trafford game, uh, the semi-final where Kale scored the goal. After the goal went in, I was sitting, I don't know exactly where I was, but I was sitting right next to the um, scoreboard. At the time, they just had a normal old-school scoreboard. You could see the clock and the score. Um, And after our goal went in, It seemed like everything was going in slow motion for me. The clock was going slower, everything like that. And then Paul Durkin blowing that whistle. um, I just burst into tears.
1: It was brilliant. So, yeah. I don't think Um, you were the only one that time, mate. So, yeah.
0: No. Plus, my old man, who I ain't around no more, was standing next to me. So, yeah. That was good. One of the good memories.
1: Excellent. Um, Funniest ever moment... Following Millwall,
0: ah, uh, um, I, I, I've I've wrote this, and there's there's a confession uh, afterwards for question thirteen. Um so a lot of okay. people won't know that. For uh, the, the one where you I um, talked to me about question thirteen, a lot of people might not know this, but uh, who went? But um, twelve and thirteen about one thing: Budapest, mm. the the Budapest game. Um, because I, I was very lucky to go to that. Um, um, so the, the funniest things were not sleeping for three days. Um, the, the munch on as the Marlev Airlines plane to cough um, and ev- all the stewardesses and everything was looking around at us thinking what the hell's going on. <laughs> um, Literally everyone on that plane was Millwall. Um, It it must have been, um, I can't think of the word right now, must have been put aside for us or something. My my little group wasn't uh, with the club, but it must have been put aside for us or something because every single person on that plane was Millwall. Um, Then... uh, as we went to the ground, seeing um, little picnic tables full of knives and bats on the side of the streets, um, outside the ground, getting sort, uh, and then coming out the ground, get, getting escorted by a family from the ground outside um, who didn't speak a word of English because they could see us um, on my group and that we were half normal. Um, and they escorted us to some kind of civilization, because if they didn't, we would have been in trouble. Um, and then uh, as a group trying to find any bar or uh, establishment of any kind that would sell alcohol because, again, nowhere in Budapest would speak English and it still had a bit of a communist-type element in there. And if you went in the wrong place, let's just say you would have been in more trouble. So um
1: yeah. Yeah, very scary place for it. Um I was speaking to a few people Therefore. and they said it was just, you know, it was a it was a different level out there. Even the security guards were against yeah. you. Um, they were pretty much beat. the hooligans.
0: Yeah, beat West Ham for scary, beat main road for scary, hands down.
1: Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So um so what's your so I mean is that the confession yes the hey, should, question do, we to, do we need to play i think i think what we do is before we go into that uh when 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 i edit this together i will put the uh confessional music over the top of that for you from the for you, uh radio 2 show so uh yeah we'll do that so that's uh, fine so let's that's hit fine. the music and off we go right
0: um budapest again um to, to those that actually went um it would be along the same lines of me uh, I don't think anyone there had any sleep um but those who were when we were coming home there was a certain individual um who was using the older um Only Fools and Alches sketch of um Gary where that guy that guy could but uh, the only thing he could say was the word Gary um and uh, there was a certain individual who was smashed out of his head and all he was saying when he was coming home was, Gary, but in a more longer and annoying way, well, um, I'm that person. <laughs> yeah, so a- anyone who might remember that or heard of that, because um, apparently it still gets talked about house, on House of Fun now. Um, yeah, I'm the individual. Uh, yeah, holding my hands up. Two days of drinking alcohol, and wasn't just beer.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? That was that that, that scene from Only Fools and Horses is brilliant. I think I might have to. Yes. I might have to get that and play it So so that's an open confession that you were the man shouting. Gary,
3: hi Gary. Gary, 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 Gary. Got
1: him, got him all the way
0: home. <laughs> That's the one, yep, yep, <laughs> yes. And a person that we both know had to basically tell me one more time. He goes, One more time, I'm gonna tell you. Um, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna let you go, and these, these people ain't gonna like hold back, <laughs> yeah. That way, that person we both know, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 I yeah. Know you, <laughs> Hello, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, where were we? Were there? So, who's your most favorite? Who's your favorite current player? Yeah.
0: Um, so, current player, I didn't like Bart at first, the goalie, but now I do. Um, he's he's getting stuck in all the time, and he's turned into a definite Millwall player. So that's good um Ryan Woods to me has to do a lot of work to justify the money we're going to have to pay for him but you've seen glimpses at first again people were amazed over him but I wasn't um because I watch on the iFollow over here um and it, uh the last game um that I watched I can't remember if it was last Saturday but um he, he um he done a bit of bit of this and a bit of that but pinged a few balls around but it was still a nil nil, nil draw um so yeah um but my favorite current player is jake cooper simple um and aiden o'brien another one who should
1: have got more of a chance but looks like he will not um Yeah, there's There's rumours flying around at the moment that he's potentially... I mean, the rumours, what I've heard, um, is he's potentially... This will air well in in years to come if he goes somewhere else, but um, he's potentially off to Celtic. Well, if he does, good luck to
0: him. Because he deserves it. He he deserves a crack. But he's a striker. He's not a left winger. When he first started, to those who remember, um, he's a striker. He's an out-and-out striker. Um, And... The way – another thing that infuriates me is the one-up-front scenario. We, we are not a one-up-front team. Um, if people want to play one-up-front, they should go to a Premier League team. Somebody should be <clears> playing <throat> alongside Bradshaw, like a quick – because Bradshaw might be classed as your, your normal number 10. Yeah. But he is also quick. And um, Matt Smith, I'm not his biggest fan, to be honest. I, I know he scores goals. But um, he's no Paul Moody. Um, he, he should have somebody running off of him as well. And yeah. people like Mason Bennett, who I'm not a fan of, should be running forward to run off of him. And your perfect bloke who would do that is your Aiden O'Brien. Yeah. But, again, they don't get a chance.
1: He's good when he plays, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he goes or not. Um, Rumours are a, a wonderful thing. So, yeah. So, your best away day following yes. Millwall, I take it, is um, the European adventure?
0: No. No? no, no okay. No. Um, I, I could say Palace or West Ham, or the many uh, small clubs that I've been when we was in League One. Um, I, I think all the League One clubs, me and my... Uh, Lot over there went to uh, one day or another, but for me it was the Auto windscreen Shield final, 99 at
1: the Wembley. old Wembley. Yeah,
0: yeah, the old the old Wembley. It meant so much. So many concerts there. So many teams played there. The, obviously, the uh sixty six World Cup was there, but um me, that Auto windscreen Shield final was brilliant. And yeah, we we can won, but yeah,
1: we should have won it. With um, a very controversial last-minute goal.
0: Yes. Um, me and my group, we had an open-top bus, and um,
1: <laughs>
0: let, 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 let's let's say um, quite a few Chelsea fans and pe- people that we saw on the way, they they regretted going near our open-top bus.
1: Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Yes. Yeah, I like you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've seen some of the I've seen some of the pictures. Um, nice. Obviously, with a with a mutual friend. Um, yes, yeah, see, I've seen yes. I've seen some of those pictures and whatnot. So, uh, so yes. yeah. Question sixteen. Obviously, sixteen and seventeen go together, but sixteen is yeah. obviously your your number one as such. Who is your most disliked opponent ever? Uh this- Dislike's a nice
0: word, but West Ham. Uh, West Ham, simple. Um, I spent the first 13 years of my life working in bandit country, as it's known. And, um, uh, yeah, it it was just terrible. The the one time I went there, that back alley that um, everyone had to go through to go to the away stand was just... um, ridiculous how they got away with that for so many years i'll never know but um their their ground was uh proper ground um and why they let it go to I mean, that tin pot council estate i'll never know no and i think it was the worst thing yeah, ever did that's the only thing that old karen brady can say
1: yeah i think it was the worst thing you know yeah, West Ham fans ever what did exactly. um was to do that. Uh, so, who are your top three yeah. rivals?
0: Um, oh, the, the West Ham or Leeds. I can only come up with those two. There, there's the the little pretenders who like think there are rivals, but they're not like Palace, Charlton, Billingham. But then there's no one other to, to, else other than West Ham and Leeds, really. West Ham and Leeds, they rivals like to go on. You know what kind of levels I are mean, they? So, yeah.
1: There we go, let's start again. Uh, if you All could right. change anything, um, and that could be, you could change a Millwall result, you could change um, something with you following Millwall, could be a Millwall player, could be a player what was sold, uh, or a manager, what would you change and or why? Okay, the, these are,
0: the first one's an easy one. Um, I, I would like the club to more acknowledge the overseas fans, because... Um, there's quite a few countries now who've got their own um, what's the word acknowledged supporters clubs. Our um, uh, one for over, over here uh, it used to be more known, yeah. um, but um, it's called Mill Down Under, Yeah. Um, and we got acknowledgement. We was allowed to we was allowed to use the crest. Um, i know a few people behind the scenes yeah um but you you just i just feel that we would like a bit i'd like a bit more acknowledgement um then I follow um it, it's a good thing, but for the for the money uh, that we're expected to pay I'd like something else better even if we was charged more money oh more a bit better because some of the feeds from your weight clubs are just ridiculous. <laughs> Mill through Billy. Um, uh, I think the club doing good on the media side of things. The, um, the feeds now from there uh, from us are really good. You've always got good signal, all of that kind of business. Plus Les Briley, a yeah. pundit. Um, he does an amazing job. I like Carl but as well. The away clubs, their feeds are just ridiculous. Yeah. Carl yes sorry Carl he deserves some recognition Carl's good as well and um, uh, the away clubs need some so do you get
1: do you get the um, over in Australia I mean over here depending obviously how you how you watch it um, some days you can get, you know I think a lot of people watch it on internet based TV you can either get the home team or the away team commentary Um, but do you get do you not get Millwall yep commentating on every game you watch?
0: So we get Carl and Liz at home games, um, but then there's uh, Carl with some other bloke who I don't remember. um, It might be Billy, but I'm not too sure. No, I think it's Billy's counterpart. Billy said that he, right, because I think Billy said he does some games, but he doesn't do every game.
1: No, a new, um, but a I get guy.
0: some other guy doing
1: it yeah because you're not but a big it, fan it's
0: not the, the, the commentating's good no, the commentating's um, not the problem for me it's the feeds the feeds yeah. of the away clubs are an issue and I've I've liaised with uh, Billy and um, he like t- telling him what was what clubs were bad what clubs are good but Again, the money that people are expected to pay, and I mean other clubs as well, if there was, say, a, a Middlesbrough fan mm. over here, they'd be expected to same, pay the same money as I am. Um, yeah. So the the whole scheme um, is just, like, ridiculous. So, um, yeah, the, especially for the money we're uh, meant to pay. And lastly, the one that probably is a bit more harder, I would uh, beg Husky Chocolate to buy the club. Um yeah <laughs> so that that might be the uh the go, yeah. of money that we might need
1: I think we're all right with the club at I minute. Mean, i think j b is um he's been a good in, a good investment for us he's been a a good servant to yeah. us um i think he's plowed in a hell of a lot of money. I think it's great that we've got a five year deal with um with husky and obviously uh, how husky become involved with the club is a, is obviously um, again, it's a it's a it's a folklore or rumor as such, but it's a, it's a good cause. that they got yes. in? Um, he does have a few quid. Uh, the owner of Husky, he's done some fantastic yes. stuff for the fans at the moment. He's made a, you know, when he when he joined, he made a big investment into the trust. He obviously um, contributed to the bench um, for um, Lee. Obviously, the Millwall fan, the fallen soldier. He's uh, yes. had some good involvement with charities and stuff, and. I think hopefully going forward we'll probably get shirts out quicker, we'll do more. and I think that they they are um, a good sponsor for us going forward. Um, it'll be great yes. It'll be great going forward to see um, you know with their brand where it goes because they are fairly new uh, new brand hitting the market and, and it's going really well. But look, we're lucky they chose Millwall um, exactly and a five-year deal with, we're, we're only one season in, so uh, yeah, there's exciting things to to go. So question 19, actually we we'll go back to question yep. 18. A sec. So yours is a, your um, Millwall Down Under is an independent club, it's nothing to do with the MSC or, or anything like no, that, is it?
0: Nothing to do with anyone. Um, there, there was a few attempts to do something, uh, back in the day, to, uh, to affiliate um, us, Mill, Dan, under with um, a few other things, but let's just say it didn't work out. Um, I'm not gonna rock any boats, but uh, it, there, there's a few people who deserve some mentions. Um, you can find them on Twitter as well. Um, uh, okay, all, on Twitter, all one word, Darren at MFC. Um, yeah. He's a uh, top chef, and he works in Sydney. Um, Then uh, Bondi Lion—he's on House of Fun. Uh, He's like well-known throughout. uh, 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 How can I say
1: the the Millwall fan bases? Um, Yes, Bondi Lion's a guy who's unfortunately just lost his son, wasn't it? Correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he he deserves a mention because of uh, what he's done. um and another guy nick underscore how yeah Um, the sydney uh version of newcastle he lives up there and as far as i'm aware he um pretty much now runs the uh group from facebook um but i'm not really involved with it anymore long story um and then another guy who's in perth um Gym MFC, um, really nice bloke, yeah. Um, they they're all like pre, highly prevalent in the scene over here, um, and through them and a little bit of extra help obviously, um, uh, we've got a nice little base going. So
1: it's all good. So yeah, so any fans are going uh, ever out to Australia and want to meet up with some other? Millwall fans, obviously yeah. those names, we will click them on, um, onto the description at the end of, uh, on the notes of this. So you, you can, uh, quite happily find, and any of you guys want to come on and, and do the same as what Mickey's done, then please just get in touch. Um, it will be good to, to highlight what you lot do over there. Um, and see if you can get more members. Cause, uh, I reckon there's a, there's a, a hell of a large Millwall following on Australia. um, and, yeah, it'll be good to, good to yes. speak to some 100%. more people and get some stories and stuff. So, uh, yeah, and uh, it's always good. Um, all-time favourite shirt. I, I showed it to you earlier,
0: and I got yeah. it out for you because you're, you're a nice So this is the... Um, the uh,
1: do you know what that stands for? The Bult uh, CYC Milk. Do you know what CYC... No. I mean, what? obviously, this is, is video how we no. record this. So Michael's showing us the blue shirt uh, with the CYC. I don't know if it's true, but someone Go on. fairly well-influenced told me that that says, Chelsea, you cunts. <laughs>
0: that would be good if it did, but I... I thought they were some kind of, like, haulage firm
1: or... They are. Rubbish they are. They are. they were a courier firm, okay. or used to be a courier firm. They've now been brought out by another company. But I was told that the reason that's initials... Okay. ...and nowhere you can find exactly what that stands for, but the Millwall fan who owned that company, allegedly, that, that says Chelsea you cunts so, um, so, yeah. Okay. Whether well, or not it is or not, I don't it's, know. It's, so, yeah.
0: This. If it's, tr- if it's true, good luck to
1: him. Yeah, no, uh, it, He's it? done well. <laughs> that's it. So, yeah. question 20, our final question. Um, your best piece of Millwall memorabilia you own? Okay. Um, I had
0: bucket loads, but unfortunately, um, my dad's place that we owned in uh, Elton um, had a garage and... When I moved out here, he'd stored all my gear that I left there um, in uh, that garage. And basically one day the roof caved in and all the stuff in that garage, um, you name it, what used to, what would be kept in a house um, and like vinyl records and programs and signatures and shirts and all of that kind of business, totally destroyed. Nice, Yeah. Less I
3: know <laughs> absolutely
0: yeah, the the last time I saw him breathing uh he gave me the the shirts that I had that were um still wearable or actual usable, so the ones I've got over here, one day when I get the money i um, I might use the excuse for the missus to do it for me one day as a birthday present. I might just get them framed I um, see I've it, got loads yeah.
1: I've got a few yeah. shirts and they're sitting in bags rather than being framed. I, yeah. I, I want to get them framed at some point. Well, look, yeah. that's that's the twenty questions, um, all done. Obviously, you are in, um, you are down under, um, yes. And I suppose as an international, it's uh, slightly different to people in the UK. Is there anybody you would like to give a shout out to? And um, if you do, okay. do so now.
0: Okay, um, Paul Turner, um, uh, <laughs> he's, he's well known on the, uh, on the, on the boards and the circles and the, uh, Twitter, but, um, let's, uh, I'll just say he was my best man at my wedding and, um, uh, sometimes, yeah, he, he's like Marmite, but, um, yeah, uh, mate and he's known me since i was 17 so um yeah he's probably looked after Uh, you for everything he he? he deserves a mention. oh yeah 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 yeah. um uh the guys i said so um darren mfc um bondi lion nick howe and jim mfc um they're they're all on twitter you give them a search just even if you just want to say hello you don't even have to be over here just say hello they're they're all all nice blokes they'll all have a chat um, when they can obviously because Darren is a busy chef and the other ones have got busy jobs as well so um, yeah uh, uh, that's about it really can't think of anything else
1: not a problem at uh, all one more go on then
0: one more, Mark, Mark Revert, uh, Mark Revert. Um, he lives in Cup. Okay. Just give him a shower as a surprise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think I'm going to have to work wonders with this edit, um, dealing with right. dodges of uh, of internet. But I, I think it would be alright. Sorry, but, everyone, and sorry, mate. No, no, it's not your fault. I think it's um, I think it's the UK as much as anything else. I think that's the. Uh, but look mine's not the best, mate, either. No, no, that's it. Well look, thank you very much for taking part. Thank you very much for doing it. Obviously, we know each other through um no problem. Paul Turner. Um uh, and we've we've spoken over years, obviously. Um yeah. through our time through our time with everything going on and whatnot, we've we've obviously connected and talked and and I offered you the chance to come on and you're done. So my thought my um my closing statement: So, look, if you like this, who are you? It's it's meant to be uh, a way of getting some people's Millwall history um, on on to a saved compact, really. Basically, getting it onto audio, getting people um, to share their Millwall stories. Um, and we're about three shows in now. We've got a few more guests lined up coming over the next week or two, and we're looking to get these shows out hopefully at least once a month going forward, uh, possibly more. But look, it's 20 questions. 20 questions are fairly straightforward. They're not too in-depth. You don't have to incriminate yourself in any way. Uh, it is only audio. Um, so you don't. we do a video, but you don't have to actually uh, put yourself out there. So you can still say fairly anonymous. Uh, you can hide behind a Twitter name or Facebook name. But if you think, you know, well, I'm quite a fan of this, get in touch uh, at podcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at pod. It's really straightforward. And if you want to be part of the show, just get in touch. Thank you very much uh, to Mickey, who is uh, down under, who's probably going out for a big piss-up now. Uh, I'm looking to start my days now, nearly nine o'clock in the morning. Um, I don't think I've ever had to get up and do a show so early. Normally... do shows late at night but look uh, mickey you've been a fantastic guest for us uh thank you very much mickey you've been who i uh that's been some great stories related to the questions thank you very much please do tune in next time uh remember to if you do like the show make sure you like it subscribe give us a review or you want to get involved i have told you how so that's it from us until the next time thank you very very much
2: Walsing matilda is a song about an australian hobo i guess you'd call him he wanders through the bushland of australia and he takes all his meagre belongings wrapped up in an old blanket which is strung across his shoulders with an old piece of twine and this is called his swag hence the name swagman. now affectionately or otherwise he refers to this swag as matilda it's like his only companion and as he wanders through the bush tracks he finds himself talking to it as if it's a real person so the term waltzing matilda has nothing to do with dancing at all it means in fact Carrying this thing on your back through the long, lonely stretches of the Australian bush. A couple of other terms quickly. Pay attention because I will be asking questions afterwards about this. A couple of other terms. Uh, A billabong is a pool of deep water. A billy is a little tin can they boil the tea in. A jumbuck is a sheep. A tucker bag is a bag for carrying tucker. tucker, a uh, food bag, is tuk, a tucker is food, it's a food bag, sorry, like a knapsack. Um, <laughs> what else, the squatter is the big landowner, that's enough, let's get on with the song, <laughs> once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong, under the shade of a coolabar tree, and he sang as he watched, and waited till his billy boiled, you'll come, a I'll sing Matilda with me, I'll sing Matilda, Watched and waited till his billy boiled. you come a sing Matilda with me Then down came a jumbuck to drink at that billabong Up jumped the swagman and grabbed him with glee And he sang as he shoved that jumbuck in his tucker bag you come a sing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda sing Matilda you come a-waltzing Matilda
0: Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... <laughs>
2: Over here. With a friend,
0: And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.
1: At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. <laughs>
3: Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, No,
1: no, Jerry, it's over.
3: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.